0: Hi, welcome to episode number 68 of the Today I Found Out daily knowledge podcast with me, Simon Whistler. And In today's episode of the podcast, you're going to learn about the electric car and where exactly and when it had its origins. Now, You might think that electric cars are a relatively recent invention, but they actually date back to the early part of the 19th century, and in the 20th century they were actually a serious contender against gas-powered cars. There isn't a bonus fact in today's episode, so let's just get right into the show. While a popular claim among car companies in achievements today is often that they've invented the first commercially viable electric car, in fact, electric cars were at one time far more popular than gas-powered ones. For instance, in 1899, 90% of New York City's taxicabs were electric vehicles. This fleet of electric cars was built by the Electric Carriage and Wagon Company of Philadelphia. Not only that, but in 1899 and 1900, electric cars outsold all other types of cars, such as gas and steam-powered vehicles. In 1902, an electric car, the Baker Torpedo, became the first car to have an aerodynamic body that enclosed both the driver and the platform. This car, at one point, reached 80 miles per hour in a speed test before crashing and killing two spectators. It was later clocked as high as 120 miles per hour, but with spectators not invited this time. Electric cars got their start in the early 1800s. Early efforts were more or less proof-of-concept inventions with limited speed and range, as well as using non-rechargeable batteries. However, in 1842, two inventors separately created the first practical electric cars with rechargeable batteries. The inventors were American Thomas Davenport and a Scotsman, Robert Davidson. Over time, improvements were made by various inventors, improving charge capacity of the cars, making better electric motors, and things of this nature. What really eventually jump-started the popularity of electric cars was in 1880 when Thomas Edison was awarded the patent for the carbon filament vacuum tube, a practical light bulb. As these light bulbs became increasingly popular over the next couple of decades, so did the widespread distribution of electricity, providing the infrastructure needed for the electric car to be viable for the general public. At the time, the advantages of the electric car over the other popular types, such as gas and steam, were significant. The electric cars had no vibration from the engine and were extremely quiet compared to its competitors. They also didn't emit smoke or backfire frequently, as gas-powered cars did. They were also ready to go right when you sat in the car, unlike gas-powered cars that needed to be cranked by hand to start. That was not only difficult, but could also be dangerous. Steam-powered cars, on the other hand, at the time took 45 minutes to get going on cold days. The other large advantage with electric cars was not having to change gears, which was a hard thing to do in early cars, but something that wasn't necessary in electric cars. The only real advantage that gas-powered cars had at the time were the long ranges that they were capable of, with larger tanks and the ability to fill up quickly when the tank was empty. However, because at the time there weren't a lot of well-developed roads for cars to drive on safely, most people only drove cars in cities anyways, rarely traveling long distances for normal usage of cars. Notable popular electric cars of the 1900s were the Columbia Runabouts, which could go 40 miles on a single charge and run at average speeds of 15 miles per hour, which wasn't that bad at the time, the 1914 Detroit electric car, which had a range of 80 miles on a single charge and was the favorite car of none other than Clara Ford, Henry Ford's wife. He bought the car for her despite the fact that at the time his company was presently breaking the balls of the electric car industry. And another great one was the American Morrison electric car, which was capable of ranges of 182 miles on a single charge. It was also capable of 14 miles per hour, which again isn't notable by today's standards, but that 182-mile range certainly is. Costs for a basic model electric car in the early 1900s was about $1,000, with more lavishly decked-out models costing closer to $3,000 apiece. Enter Henry Ford and a few other factors, and we see the downfall of the electric car. By 1915, Henry Ford, due in part to his innovative assembly line construction and other organizational and technological advances, was able to offer his cars at a base price of around $500 apiece, equivalent to about $10,000 today, which made it affordable for even average people, something that had never been the case before with cars. In contrast, at that time, the average price of an electric car had steadily risen to about $1,700. This was also around the same time that crude oil was discovered in Texas and Oklahoma, which drastically reduced the cost of gasoline so that it was now affordable to average consumers. In addition to these factors, Charles Kettering invented the electric starter, which eliminated the need to hand-crank gas-powered engines. Roads began expanding, spurring the need for greater range that only gas engines could provide at the time. This was not only because of the range factor, but also because gasoline cars were now becoming significantly faster than electric cars. By 1935, the electric car was officially dead, and wasn't revisited until around the 1960s, and then still unsuccessfully. To date, all attempts to create a commercially successful fully electric car have ultimately failed in the long haul, though that appears to be about at an end with cars like the Tesla Model S, among others.